This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Dungeon Not Included. Today, uh, we are not actually going to stream the game because we have a sick player. But uh, Mark has joined us again to to chat a little bit for tonight, and we'll, uh, we'll probably call it, cut it short, but uh we'll we'll give you at least some content <laughs> yeah precious precious content <laughs> sweet delicious content yes mm, um, mm, i've been good. hungry for it all week uh, <laughs> yeah. you. um sometimes i get to catch the movie night you know that's kind of cool nice um I, I don't get to uh pop in and and talk because I'm trying to save my resources a lot too yeah. um, while I'm watching. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, when I um I I really uh appreciate the mix of like gaming and movie content and like entertainment all you know what I mean? It's like all the things I like. All the geek <laughs> stuff, all the geek stuff you could possibly swallow. We even had two threads for the Super Bowl, one uh pro and one con. <laughs> <laughs> pro super bowl and con super bowl yeah basically people who were talking about the game and the commercials and other people were like well puppy ball is adorable and i refuse and all right fine well, how about that halftime show though yeah it was pretty good it was the geriatric Ooh. uh rappers it was great yeah, it was everybody i knew it was, <laughs> it was so throwback i love it right they yeah. were like oh it's the 90s all over again or 2000s I felt yeah. relevant again for a brief moment. Uh, that's all you could really ask for for a halftime show. I, I felt pandered, but it was cool. Yeah, yeah. No. And my friend was like, Mary J. Buys became Super Saiyan. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm okay with that. Uh, but yeah, it was a great, uh, it was a great show. Um, so I, I did enjoy, I really enjoyed playing last week with you, Mark. Uh, getting a little bit of a, a window into. Uh, Polly and seeing what Polly can do, uh, it was a lot of fun. Things worked out really well for me, and I'm excited yes. about it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm eager to get into the larceny that uh, Punk Bunny and uh, and uh, Mongoose are about to perpetrate. Yeah, so. yeah, we got to yeah. keep it crimey. <laughs> we left we left a <laughs> we left a nice hook there that they see something juicy and valuable you know we don't know what it is exactly we're going to figure that out but right. that um there's definitely a shell on premises as well as security to prevent her from just going in there and grabbing getting it but it's something valuable that's like worth money yeah. in the game sense you know it's going to exactly whoop, 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 pack the yeah make the suitcase more full before right. <laughs> you leave yeah yeah um, and stealing I mean, from COP is always fun. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my my idea is that uh, COP is probably has access to some like leftover police drone or something. Okay, and, nice. Uh, yeah, that that's that's the high tower uh, shell that we're gonna bring in. It's basically like our remote controlled, <laughs> you know, <laughs> machine that's gonna mess you up. Love it. Awesome. That sounds fun. 
Yeah, I don't want yeah. them to be on patrol, right? I want them to be like um like randomly doing something that's outside the schedule. So it's like something that you wouldn't have predicted, but you know, it you still have a chance to do something. Yeah. Right? Because you'll hear it coming, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. They it's could not like it's gonna be quiet. They could definitely be uh going back to base for a hookup because as I recall those movies, they were very randy. It was uh, it was teenage sex <laughs> romp, but with with rookie cops. So yeah, somebody's trying to make out with somebody. <laughs> I, as I remember, the grandma was very attracted to uh, the like Mahoney guy or something, and also the other cops. She kept hitting on him while she was getting her gun loaded up. Yeah, that and, sounds that sounds right. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, okay, well, that might not make it into our game. <laughs> but I'm thinking about that in the back of my head as a threatened consequence that your show takes a hit <laughs> to a viewer yeah. account. Right. No, I'm just mad. <laughs> oh, yes. So no, I'm but curious. It has been nice having you on. So yeah, yeah, definitely it has been. I'm curious, oh, well, Brent. How favorite. did you uh, stumble upon uh, uh, Runners in in the Dark? Runners in the Shadows. shadows. Runners in the Shadows. <laughs> I did it because I mentioned your name. <laughs> Somehow, whenever Brendan comes up, yeah. it's runners in the dark. That's funny. Um, yes, I. It, it came up because I mentioned somewhere online in some forum I was in, you know, like Discord or something, that uh, I liked Shadowrun, and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you know, somebody has made a Blades in the Dark hack of it," and so I had to check it out. So that's how I I came across it. So, because I was hanging out with like you know a whole bunch of indie nerds, so huh. uh, I was gonna say the indie, there has to be an indie link there because yes. uh, Blades is not like the most famous game. It's one of the most famous indie games, but yeah, um, only because of recent late. It's not like it's really seeped into the consciousness that broadly, right? And it's only people on the kind of edge that are in mm. you know the cutting edge of uh, role playing games that would really be yeah. like already aware of blades you know and willing to try something outside of shadowrun right yeah yeah yeah, like a lot of in game designers so yeah such as uh can you name them or no or do you name the game at least (laughs) i want juicy content too you want juicy content too i'm friends with jason morningstar and some other folks uh Mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. the person who mentioned mm-hmm. that to me i'm trying to remember who it was oh yeah that might be nice to know if you can remember it you don't have to tell me now but yeah, yeah i that's... don't recall now but yeah that's cool yeah. but yeah so bonus got it there. for the patreon <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a five second video of brennan going it was mark it was no. mark <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this leads directly to Mark. What made you want to adapt Shadowrun ish, you know, to uh, Blades in the Dark? Well, so it actually began, uh, I think, was my childhood. I played uh, first edition Shadowrun. Oh, wow. And I also, yeah, I, I loved that. Second edition was actually the one that my friends would play with me, but I played first by loan for a while. Like in my head, like I was like, right. oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. And then I was like, oh, second edition just came out. I'm buying that. And um, instead of borrowing my friend's book, you know. Right. So, right. And I was just a kid. Like I was like, mom, I need $50 or something ridiculous because it was pretty expensive to get a book <laughs> like that printed. Yeah. You know, that was like more like $100 today. 
um and when when that came out and so yeah it, it was like really important to me and it made a huge influence on me the novels um also things like uh blade runner and i had a huge love for like uh, ghost in the shell i had discovered akira around that age mm -hmm. man it was just like a there was just a torrent of cyberpunk that i absorbed before right. i turned 18. so right. this was my love letter to that as well as the ones the weird ones where they mixed in fantasy you know right. that was the thing that really brought me in to Shadowrun. was that oh we've got these all these weird things too like spellcasters and artifacts but we've also got made like head computers and like ai that'll destroy us and stuff right yeah that's yeah, i think that's that what, what i like about Shadowrun is the mix it's fun yeah yeah i i, I always well, uh, consider it like uh baby's first cyberpunk in a way like if if the most popular role-playing game in the world really is D D, and everybody kind of cuts their teeth on D D, or many people do uh it's kind of like, all right, how about we play something a little sci-fi, right? And right. then you get you kind of like the the training wheels are Shadowrun, where it's you could still you could still have goblins and orc, but <laughs> you are definitely in a different genre. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard not to say it's D D at times with uh with computers and stuff and guns. Yeah. You know, it's hard not to do that. Like at first, that's how I related it. And then I realized it was it was actually a bit more, you know, it's a little bit underselling what it is because it is a heist game in at its root, right. at its core. Yeah. And so I, I um, agree. And actually yeah. I feel like Blaze in the Dark is better at heist stuff than uh than D, &D is. So that's right. another and honestly even better at it than Shadowrun is. So <laughs> um yeah, so the uh the ways that the, the other things that i'm trying to emulate here right is also like uh there's some recent works uh the character takeshi kovach is pretty big in my head i'm trying to remember the novel now um, but they turn into a, a series on uh, netflix too and that oh. that actually will bring a lot of people in too if they relate to um to that show i'm gonna pull it up it's in my text Let's see here touchstones yeah so Sorry for the delay here, but oh no worries. Maybe I didn't. Oh, Altered Carbon by John Lennon. Oh, all oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, that it's that. It's also Dread, right? Judge Dread and and Dread the movie, um, and yeah. like Minority Report. You know what I'm saying? It's that kind of stuff, like where there's heavy conspiracy. That's the other thing that made me go, man, this is not going away. Cyberpunk's here for good. There's all these movies coming out. Oh, Elysium, right? Yeah, that movie um i was like what would that be like with mages and stuff you know and like orcs and of course you can't forget bright netflix original bright which didn't <laughs> offend anybody um, <laughs> it went over so well yeah oh, uh yeah so so i guess it just lends itself yeah if you're talking about if you think of it as a heist game the, the johnny mnemonic the neuromancer the you know <laughs> cyberpunk get get the data and get out then it makes sense for blades in the dark for a for the bones of the system yeah. compared to yeah if i if i had to rank them it's neuromancer then it's like uh akira and ghost in the shell it's like those 
yeah the yeah. three are the main core of this game and then you get the other stuff on top if you want it it's all optional but it's definitely there the all the stuff you want for like weird fantasy races clones cyborgs yeah. all that yeah mm-hmm. kitchen sink like i was yeah. like i want everything because that's the game that made me so like my mind just went you know yeah. it was a game with everything that's neat yeah well we, we, we we've said several times uh on the podcast that like cyberpunk is now like <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it's weird that so much of the things that we considered futuristic 10 to 30 years ago are just commonplace now but still the idea of the near future is i think ever present we're always gonna think that there's we're just a few days away from some dystopian horrible version black mirror version of our 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 future so yeah fun 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 place the game i think (laughs) right Right, good way you to want to live cool. there. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> yeah. you don't want to live there, but you don't mind visiting, <laughs> and, you know, gaining some coping skills by by role playing in it. Yeah, yeah. This is actually a, a portion of the t- um, of the the process, right, where you're like, talking about these things that you like and what you don't like. That I think is really important to the game. I'm not sure if you guys did this, but there's like a setting the stage thing where you're like, "What's the timeline here? What year is it? You know what I mean? Like, are we talking right. about a fantasy 2020?" Because we're already past that, right? right? Or are we talking about actually 50 years in the future and we're going to think about that, you know? Yeah, I don't think we were that specific. I mostly, I, I honestly, we did a lot of making it up as we went along. So I yeah. think that was Sure, fun. sure. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine too. Um, so one of the things that I do like to do though is, uh, is think about like, uh, why are we setting this on Earth, right? Why is it right. a fantasy Earth, right? Why couldn't we do Mars? <laughs> you know the reason i think why i didn't i didn't really build in a, a mars thing even though it seems perfectly fine for a game of this it would be great you just have, i mean you'd have to do your own work on it because i wanted to support the core experience which i think is this fantasy earth and we're saying something like uh this could be earth one day or us this could be us like don't let it happen right right don't let it happen let's indulge that fantasy though and set aside like you know uh but Set aside the real world, but also remind ourselves of the real world, right? Right, right. When you're the yeah. more fantasy you work into something like this, uh, the the more detached it becomes to what you're trying to say, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but like science fiction uh, holds in many ways holds up a mirror, uses a one little allegory or what have you, and we can explore something that may be broken or interesting about our world. Uh, but then you also have cobalts everywhere, and that makes it a little bit more out of out of place. And it, once you get to the point where, like, this is a futuristic Greyhawk or whatever, or Pern or whatever, I mean, like, okay, that could be interesting. It could certainly be. I mean, it worked for Eberron. You know, there's a an idea of a futuristic fantasy setting could be kind of fun. But you want to ground it on some level so that you can say something. Uh, or more easily say something. So yeah. I, I, and I think actually one of the reasons why we didn't have that that zero session setting the stage with Brennan is so much of this podcast. I know only like two, two four, uh, three fourths of us are of a certain age, but like we want we wanted that nostalgia of playing Shadowrun, but in a game that felt better. 
So, like, we wanted it to be as much core experience as possible. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, I loved the fiction of all of the uh, Shadowrun stuff. And then it was like, I want something that'll take me there. And I can tell a story there. And the players can be there. And they can tell stories there. And it just be like our own little uh, TV show, you know? Mm. We're, we're not, like, going, oh, Right, I'm tapping right here, like, like on a on a calculator. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> just all right. Roll fifteen d twelve plus, you know, thirty six. Now subtract and carry the one. You know, uh, there was a lot of complexity that I felt I was getting from um from traditional cyber cyberpunk role playing games that I tried to hack and add fantasy into, as well as the core, uh, you know, of this the Shadowrun experience. You know, it was like both of yeah. those were kind of getting in my way. And also, you know, it was like, I felt like I had the skills to make this game. And also there was this really interesting experience in my life that not many people will, uh, will, will be really aware of because, you know, like, um, like I started, I was like this, I was like this wonder student. Like I'm yeah. like a straight A student. Al, I'm learning all this stuff. I'm, I'm a reader. I'm doing computer, building computers for my neighbors before I'm 18. I'm installing all of their operating systems. I'm troubleshooting their games that don't work. I'm becoming that. And I'm 15 or 16 and I'm about to finish school. My mom moves me away. And then I, I run, I, I, she moves me to another state when I'm like right about to finish school. So I'm like, well, damn that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to school somewhere else. And so now I'm 18. And I'm actually in college because I did all this. I quit school and all this. And I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to get away from the fam and stuff. Like, I'm like, this is messing me up. And, and then I end up, I end up getting arrested for crimes with my friend, my, me and my, my like childhood friend. And like, I guess he was planning to rob this place, man. I don't know. And, and we, I got arrested because I was with the guy. I was just with the guy. And so now I'm in, I go to prison. So I, I get out and I'm like, I'm trying to play role-playing games with people in prison. And I realize I've got all these skills. I can do something with this. You right. know what I mean? I'm, and I, I, I'm just, it dawned on me like 10 years later that I should write this game. You know, I was like, this is, this is the, I'm the one who has to write this game. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've got the experience to talk about it and try to impart that to a fictional way. But I've also got the like, professional mind enough to actually finish it <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i'm not just a loose cannon that's like went the guy to you know what i mean it has this experience you know what i mean yeah. so it was definitely like it was like an aha moment when i saw blades in the dark and i went oh i'm in love with this and this is the game i want really i want entanglements between missions Right. You know, that make things in that interesting and complicated, like you might get sent to prison by accident because that can actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. You didn't even plan for it. But yeah, you can totally your life can just change in an instant, especially when you're doing when you're like involved with criminals or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Which I kind of yeah. was as a, I what kind of was. And I didn't I, I, I was a little naive and, you know, but yeah. I, I could have probably, if I wasn't, you know, whatever, if things were different, you know, <laughs> right. I wouldn't have gone. But, but now I have, I can talk about all this stuff and impart that through a text that I think people can have fun with this. 
and maybe stay out of that experience, right? If I right. had this game when I was a kid, I might have saved my life. You know, mm. <laughs> I might have wrote this. I might have never wrote this game though. Right. Right. So it would have been different. My life <laughs> wouldn't have been the same. And right? then you My get into a causality was... problem and everything goes so <laughs> right. yeah, now, yeah, don't time don't time travel it, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like right. I want to still exist as I am. The the, the so... chief lesson of this is do not time travel and 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 impact the, the present or the future. Yeah, yeah that's I think, I think it, the interesting yeah. thing about Shadowrun is that at its core it, you it is a criminal heist kind of situation. And I think that's uh something that you know if you're approaching it as just a straight adventure game it's not going to be as good as if you're looking at it from that perspective right. so yeah yeah the entanglements and the uh the consequences and actually the almost and there's a little bit of this in bulldogs too which we we, we played back in the day but uh the the kind of hopelessness the hamster wheel Right. Everything I do to try to get myself out of this life gets me back into this life worse, you know, and there's something cathartic, I guess, of playing characters in that world, because there's a shadow of it in our world, even if you had a blessed existence and didn't have any prison time. Right. You just every day you go to work every day, you get a little bit more of that debt chipped away and you're back at it again the next day. So, like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Well, so no, if you get caught, you're screwed in this game. And so <laughs> that's um, <laughs> that's built into the system that you trauma out or you just end up being like ruined for crime. Because my experience is that like I couldn't be a criminal now. I'm coded, man. Like I, they got my DNA and stuff. There's no way I can get away with the thing. I'm just like, I got to be legit, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no there's no like, oh, I might join the criminal life. Not for me. Because I, no. I, you know yeah no hell no like i don't care about that like um but at the same time i'm not going to go pull any heists and i think that it should be like that for the runners especially when it's dystopian cyber future yeah right? like you're screwed like they're going to have your evidence everywhere they're going to read your face the moment you walk outside or walk through a judge door or go into the wrong government building just pass the wrong cop <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So that's the, all the stuff you're going to play with on the table in this game is the stuff that I imagine about the future for these criminals that get caught. It's going to be all that stuff. And uh, the GM can pull on that or they can make it just like about fun stuff. Like you, you your friend doesn't like you anymore and, and like threw popcorn at you for interrupting their movie with your heist. When you barge in the door, you know, and you got the criminals in your arm, you're like, just be quiet while we, you know, if we hang out at my friends for a second, you know, like. It's like, oh no, you've ruined that relationship. Now it's a show of friends, you know. Mm -hmm. know. <laughs> oh yeah. Man. Yeah, you can have all that and you can play it like you're talking about, and you can play it other ways, right? There's a couple ways to win in this game. Yeah. Right. You don't just win by like heisting yourself all the way to the top. You can also win by like accomplishing your personal goals, whatever those might be. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of support for that. So you can win that way. And then yeah, there's I also think, I don't think Polly's going to end up heisting their way to the top. Yeah, I can't imagine it. Yeah, it just no. I think Polly's going to end up being a cult leader. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so when you when you hit that uh, when you hit that next uh, block of money, you actually get special items, right? So these two new special items could allow you to pick like an entourage that would like expand your cult, or you could actually get cult item 
some kind of special artifact to lead them or something cool mm. to like yeah. show them the way like a, a, a mother mycelium statue or something that does something cool yeah. you know i don't know yeah yeah no I, I do i do love the fact that like a character like polly is living a life of crime without being aware of it right <laughs> not at all really knowing that they're doing anything wrong um <laughs> and sort of like it's just what they're doing to get to that point where they can realize their best self. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot of different ways to play the game. I'm Punk. interested to know what Punk Bunny's after. Probably money, right? Uh, yeah. Money and prestige to start, but I think uh, there might be something deeper. I'll have to figure that out. Ooh, neat. Yeah. I'm interested to see what kind of web can be weaved with a crew that runs with their fixer. Right. You know? Like the fixers there to try to make things, make sure things don't go south, or are they actually there to like, like I'm part of this now, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, okay. like why does why does Punk Bunny join us on this particular mission? It's almost as if she thinks uh, there's something like there, there maybe maybe that's what you're looking for with mongoose right you're looking for the thing that you're really looking for like you could right. give a damn about this mission but you really this is something else you got ulterior motives well and punk bunny's, positive or negative punk bunny's description is a data miner so i think uh it's definitely data related mm. everyone's ring passwords yeah Get every camera in the city <laughs> yeah. that'd be pretty awesome though yeah <laughs> I'm sure uh, Punk Money has some web of NFTs and other <laughs> right. linked materials that provide data as well. Yes. So you could kind of we could kind of expand our mind or the AI is working on that at home for her. Yeah. Every frame of the original Police Academy Citizens on Patrol movie has become an NFT worth millions. <laughs> Somehow no other NFT made it. Just that one. <laughs> Just that Just one. Just that one. Yeah. Just that one collection. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. Uh, I we we've been on for about a half hour. Uh, I I have a question for Mark that's unrelated to the game you wrote. What are you playing now? Like, what do you do? What do you play for fun? At least right now, these days. Oh, that's a good question. So, uh, as I was alluding to with uh, Brandon before, I'm actually playing some D and D Fifth Edition. Okay. Um. That's that game is about complete and is going to start up with a new potential game. I think I've talked him into runners because two out of the three are into it oh, already. Neat. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so I think I've talked him into runners. They, they've already they're already doing uh, heisty. I was I'm a player in this previous game. So there was a GM uh, that was doing uh, Waterdeep. Okay. okay. Yeah, so we did Waterdeep, and I think it's uh, the one, the drag. it was like related to the Dragon Horde, I'm not sure, or Horde of the Dragon Queen, but it's not quite that one. It's the other okay. one that's not Horde of the Dragon Queen. Because I, I deliberately blocked it out of my mind. I didn't want to go look it up like I normally do. Yeah. Whenever I hear about something cool, you know. It all just sort of becomes uh, like vaguely familiar fanta crap now like and I, right. I say this with love uh like i'm like oh yeah that sounds familiar but i'm not gonna place any of it the only thing i remember distinctly is the lasagna golem for some reason <laughs> the lasagna golem in some free adventure wizard of coast had i can maybe what? even stat it out it was a golem made of lasagna 
I missed oh, no, it. We've lost Brennan. Putting it, I know I saw that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to cover. So lasagna <laughs> goal. <laughs> lasagna love. No, that's not it. I could go into lasagna. There, yeah, oh, this was pictures. in uh, this was when the open gaming license came out, but it was an official Wizards of the Coast thing. Uh, it was this oh. cute little adventure, I think it was a low level adventure because I think it ran it a hundred times for people. Uh, and you were like, there was a mid a wizard who could who just focused on pastry arts and <laughs> in their oh. basement or something in the in their tower slash kitchen was a golem made out of lasagna. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, it was great. It was absolutely great. Brennan had to leave for a moment so that he wouldn't get spoilers because <laughs> right. playing the lasagna golem game later on this week. I was literally the lasagna out of the oven. That's what I was doing. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Well, that brought segues nicely um, into maybe you could uh, infect the uh, lasagna noodles that the lasagna sorcerer is using. Mm -hmm. And that would, that would totally make the fight in your favor. Yeah, yeah. you could. There's it's lots of. They're 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 trying to make you think outside the box. Um, no, I, I think that's it. It, was, it was very much just a by the books adventure. Um, no, but, psilocybin um, lasagna sounds amazing to me now, though. Like the <laughs> lasagna golem of psilocybin is just like, why not? I think, I think it works. I'm I'm still. Uh, so upset that my mushroom risotto <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon for a birthday party <laughs> was rejected by one person. It was like, <laughs> no, I'm not need this. What is this? Uh, that was Brennan's doing, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, that was. He had to come up with a, why did this fail? Well, actually, why would this succeed? <laughs> why would anybody offer? Why would anyone want the mushroom risotto for uh, a birthday party? No, I bought it a little bit because I thought about when my friend brought me a mushroom risotto, and I actually did eat it. Yeah. in the middle of the day. I think you can. I mean, it's perfectly reasonable, but you know, they didn't bring it to me like out of nowhere, though. I was at their house already, but you know, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can't well, wait to find out more about what's going to happen with our characters in this game. Um, and yeah, we it, it's interesting of all of the three core player characters, putting Punk Bunny aside. Right, I think Mongoose is the only one who feels like a career uh, runner. You're you know, criminal. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a real Hot. runner. Yeah, right. yeah. The rest yeah, of us are just sort of coming ride. along. Yeah. Or, or by necessity, in the case of, yeah. uh, yeah, Jackie. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, even with three characters, you could you could play it in a myriad of different ways. I'm interested. Oh. What is Jackie's background? Do you remember what what that was? Um, Jackie offhand? was an orphan. Oh, right, who, orphan. Who was raised at that orphanage, uh, but has had this transformation sort of curse. So that they wake up every day looking different. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, that, that that's something you've been playing around with a lot. This like kind of custom interpretation of that, which I really like. Uh, yeah, yeah, they could be something different every day, and they can also control it at times with effort. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, the, the fact that they're like this tiny orc right now is just blowing my mind. I keep like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
I want um I want someone to be like, what are you doing with that orc child or something, you know, next time. <laughs> like save the boy, save the child, you know. <laughs> Little do they know, you know. Right. <laughs> That's one <laughs> who's like, let's go in there and I'm gonna be a devious little kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um who's gonna beat beat stuff up. So we'll give him a chance to kind of shine on screen with that, I think, um, by having some kind of a oops you know if this happened and then uh also i think uh, you know i was thinking about this this ritual mm-hmm. right you got the double six so it's probably going to be shorter than it normally would be but it's still like going to take some time right like i'm imagining in my head like we could maybe draw that out a little bit right to make it drama sure that yeah. would be fun right like you're still folks coming back yeah. yeah you don't have to prance across the field on camera to get it to work but you know what I mean? You still got to kind of like do the hand motions for a while and look at mm-hmm. the moon and say your whisperings and mm-hmm. do all that magic stuff for a little bit. Yeah. And it also like uh, part of the effect is to chill everyone out and what have you and make it a like a day glow black, like a black velvet, uh, black light poster. So if mm. that's actually happening throughout the entire compound because it was so successful, I would not complain. That's or try to bottle it up. And this is yeah. it, man. This is the, the get your get your bongs and enjoy. Yeah, the uh, blue ebb of, of the lights starts to come from nowhere out of the ground and like mm-hmm. pulsing from the rods that are like built there. And it's like, oh, yeah. I want to kind of go yeah. to that neon spot. <laughs> A very chill rave. Right. Yeah, good nice. trips only, right? Mm-hmm absolutely well yeah that's part of the fun of this character is trying to avoid the the tropes of um mushrooms in fantasy games where it's like everything is dark and evil and and it's all decomposition and it's all or you know non non-consensual uh psychotropics no none of that some of this is just about like hey we're all connected we're, this is a circle of life. This is this is more simple talking to, uh, to you know, like then or Mufasa talking to Simba than it is than uh, some crazy stoned acid hippie. He just likes the aesthetic, though. Well, well, microdosing is a thing too. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and and actually, there's new research being done there that I'm right on the cutting edge of. That I thought about incorporating into there. the game a little bit. Where yes. you could expand your mind. Um, you know, I think there's lots of ways to, that players will imagine to do this. And I love that you chose this one. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's like a big focus of your uh, playbook now, too, because it, you've chosen the mage mm-hmm. and made that your, uh, what do you call it? Your tradition. That's your mm-hmm. tradition. You know what I mean? It's like you believe in that. So that works. Right. And right. that was the other thing I loved about magic in this uh, this kind of kitchen sink setting you know what i mean you could kind of bring in lots of real world stuff and also your take on that right yeah that's always fun as opposed to looking through like a spell list or something well it's probably really good yeah. this is really good to talk for brennan to be listening to right to figure out what you want out of your budding cult mm-hmm. yes yeah because we can aim some stuff that way as right. we go forward yeah 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 it's not get everyone stoned it's get them all enlightened or something right it's like right that. exactly yeah yeah all this came from watching um 
some documentary about fungi the day before we play the game. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. I like that. Uh, nice. That's great. Uh, uh, should we do some uh, wrap up and uh, yeah. social media handles and stuff? What 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 people Sounds can good. expect for the next couple of uh, sessions? Well, I think what we're gonna have we... Mark back uh, mm -hmm. next week, so uh, we'll be wrapping up probably this run, right? I'm thinking so. Um, I think yeah. it would be nice to wrap the run up, but also have a little bit of time to get do some downtime, so I can get into yeah. that, and then you can, I can just pass the boat back to you, Brennan. Yeah, unless unless it's like everyone's just like oh my gosh fire brennan but and then i'd say no make me a player <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to play mm. your own game instead of run it. it that is that is nice yeah no no i, I think you guys would do fine anyway even if i never came on you know but um i yeah. think it's cool that we'll get this these couple little shots in and then we can decide what we're doing after that if we still uh, I, i'm gonna follow you at least you know i, I keep following you so all right, uh, awesome. I'll keep telling people about you. Hopefully, others nice. will do the same. Right. <laughs> yes. Hint, hint. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. If they're liking this kind of stuff, they definitely should watch it more. I think you, you, your role playing uh, style is good too. Mm. Right. Your actual play stuff. Thank you. That's cool too. Yeah, we try. It's kind of like fast and loose, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah our is, actual is play is extremely is extremely actual play yeah <laughs> right <laughs> including including last minute cancellations of all guys right. <laughs> you don't get more actual play than this yeah, actual no play oh uh, <laughs> yes and brandon you of course are running thousands of games throughout the week yeah yes oh. i do yeah mm -hmm. yeah Ooh, play, uh, you want to talk about that i haven't played i, know, I, didn't uh, know I play that. the one ring game uh the Legend, the uh, J.R.R. Tolkien yeah. uh, setting. And I do, uh, we have a board game night now. So cool. I'm enjoying I like that. that. I like that. Okay. I did know about One Ring. Uh, it was, no, no, I didn't know about the rest of the stuff you're doing. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got lots of stuff coming up for the next few weeks uh, on this game, on this uh, show in particular. You could catch us. Catch up on non-productive.com forward slash DNI crew. Um, we were off Spotify for a few uh, days, and I was like, should I even bother putting us back on? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a protest? Should I make this into a protest? <laughs> and then they re-indexed us, and I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. All right, fine. I'm still debating it heavily. But uh, yeah, everything else is working a-okay. Um, uh, I, I have one thing to say. We do have some bonus content today from the SNL nerds. Uh, that is the worst, worst. It's two not football people talking about a football movie the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why did you even bother doing this? Like, it's an SNL movie, The Long and Yard. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> it, it, it's a joy. You'll, I think people will like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, until next week, right? Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, I'd like to also. find a way to talk to talk to y'all, each of you, a little bit in between. But yes, until next week for the viewers. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, we're, we're signing off for now. Thank you all for watching, uh, and yeah, catch up on the podcast. We'll be back next week with actual show, actual play. Hooray! <laughs>
Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.